Do you remember the time <laughs> when we burnt the coffee and you got so mad? No, I don't. <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I don't. It was in the other office and we burnt the coffee and it smelled horrible. We didn't do it just once. We did it like four times, I think. And you were so mad. So mad that you said, buy a coffee pot that has an automatic off <laughs> No, I don't remember that. Mark Spurlock here. He is an incredible man, an incredible leader. He has so much to share, and I'm excited that you have subscribed to this podcast to hear him and other leaders like him. Mark spent 37 years with Xerox, first as a direct employee, and then moved into an agent owner program, which is like a dealership program, and he ran his own company doing that for over 20 years. He has impacted so many different people during that time period, and I'm excited that he's here to share his story with you and that that leadership journey. So welcome to Leadership is Listening. Let's get into it now. Tell me currently, who is your favorite leader, and tell me why? Well, you know, I, I gave this some thought, and, and even though that this particular individual, probably not up there, you know, on a day-to-day basis, one that you would see like in the news, but I really looked back then and I felt like that uh, President Bush was a, a very strong leader. And, and regardless of how may one think about the politics and the policies of all of that, but when you, when you kind of come down to it, um, you know, during adversity, a character is displayed when, when one goes through adversity. And, um, and so that true character comes out. And so therefore, you know, a time that was very critical to our country, he showed, uh, you know, character and resolve and the ability to remain principled in his beliefs. And, you know, I think be of inspiration to others. And uh, in addition, you know, he had a good sense of humor. And, and, and with that, he'd be able to connect with other peoples and other individuals and, you know, without giving up those core beliefs and principles. So I I really have a, a strong admiration for him. Tell us who in your life had the most impact on you. Well, I think there are three individuals that, that did. Uh, first, I would say, was my, was my dad. He was a very strong figure uh, in my life and, and provided the right amount of discipline and, uh, that was needed at a particular point. And I'll uh, kind of share a particular story that kind of emphasizes that. Was, and, I, and I really did not know this until about four, five, or six years ago that apparently I was a challenge in my younger days, maybe in middle school or even maybe before that into the elementary age. And my dad, for whatever reason, when we were in living in Kilgore, had to make a journey which uh, allowed him to go through Gatesville. And as we know, Gatesville, there's a number of prisons down there and, consi- and also youth prisons there. And so I went with him on that journey and uh, I was told this, like I said, you know, five or six years ago, that he stopped 
and said, you know, Mark, if you don't change your ways, this is where you're going to be. And when I was told that by my family, I was just totally shocked. I was not aware of that. But it, maybe it did have some impact on me. But, uh, but anyway, uh, him, uh, my high school basketball coach, Coach Donnie Odom, was, uh, uh, you know, made us understand the importance of working hard and doing things correct and doing things right. And then I finally uh, have an individual that was a, a sales manager within Xerox a number of years ago. He's now deceased, uh, Mac Maldonado. And he showed that humor and fun can play an important part in, uh, in a leadership role. What three words describe great leaders and why? Well, I think the, when you say three words, you're probably thinking of three different words. And so I'm holding my you know, fingers up right now to emphasize the three words, and that is lead by example, okay. those three words. And, uh, and I think that's important because uh, that describes a leader. And how can a leader expect those that are surrounded by him to do what he or she would want them to do unless that person's willing to do it themselves? So that's why I think those three words are, are very key. Tell us a moment in, in your journey when it all came together, when it all made sense, and you knew that you were <laughs> supposed to be a leader and you, and you had it all figured out. I think that will never happen to any leader, <laughs> leader at least in my opinion. Now, somebody may say, oh, yes, I, I know a particular time because uh, within a journey, and it's not like, you know, in with the NCAA finals or anything like that, you have an end point. A journey is a journey, and that uh, will continue on because I think a leader needs to realize that there's always room for improvement and uh, you're looking to improve yourself. And, and I don't think there will ever be a point uh, in, in my particular life where I can say, aha, I've got it together because <laughs> I, I will never have it, to, you know, have it together. I think that's a great statement and a great answer and so true. Yes. Um, so this next question might be a little challenging and a little tough uh, for, for any leader to answer, but I think it's important that we all realize we're human. Yes. And, um, and so what is your biggest weakness? Uh, I, think, I think it's not stepping out of a comfort zone. Um, I think that's true for a lot of people, but I think probably especially true for me. And just, I think you, I need to be able to grow and be able to get out of a zone that you feel comfortable in. And I feel like there are times that I may have limited myself and not stepped out. But I think in any situation, it's always good to know and to try different things and new experiences. And I think those are areas that I probably could have uh, improved, improved upon over the years. So what would you say is your biggest strength? Well, on the, the part of that, I think the, the biggest strength is uh, the one when I answered earlier just by leading by example. I feel like that that's a, a very uh, key thing in, in, a, in an individual and being able to uh, share with individuals about what you're doing and to be able to uh, lead and expect them you know, to follow. If you're willing to, you know, no matter what experience you may be going through and if you expect others to follow if you're willing to do that and to show individuals that hey I'll you know I'm willing to do this you know come with me mm -hmm. then I think uh, I think that would be a, a strength a good strength that I have what is the difference between a leader and a manager 
A leader and a manager, obviously, I think both have authority, but I think the difference is, is that a manager expects those that are underneath them to do what you want them to do because you're underneath me, I expect you to comply, I expect you to follow with what I do. Whereas the leader, I think, earns that authority and the leader you know, earns that authority through trust and through understanding and through belief that those that are you know, around and, that, uh, and those that are underneath that person, they want to follow. It's more of a, a want to versus a have to. And so I think that's a, a key leadership between the two. Have you ever been a mentor to an aspiring leader? To be honest with you, you are the individual that I that I thought of when I answered this. And yes, there may have been some others, but uh, uh, you know, as I thought through this and how did I go about establishing, you know, that connection with you is obviously when when I hired you 12 years ago, and and obviously I saw things, you know, in you at that time that said you know, Jeremy is going to be a leader. You know, Jeremy has those qualities to, to step out. And so therefore, uh, uh, yes, you, you are that individual. <laughs> so you, you developed a relationship with me from the get-go. And, um, you know, thinking back through the, through whenever I started, I was so green. And, um, you know, I, t- I actually wrote about this a, a while back. I remember going on on my first call, and uh, it was such a scary experience because I, I didn't uh, know what to say whenever I was asked a question. It was so new to me, and um, thank goodness I had you sitting beside me as a leader to uh, to take over and and to answer the the question. And I learned that way. That was the way I learned. Um, through you, how to become a leader. And uh, so thank you. Well, you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) What was the most difficult part about being a leader? I think a a difficult part about being a a leadership, you know, in a leadership role is just the the responsibility of of knowing that your your actions can impact other individuals' life and the decisions you make, you know, can make an impact on them. And, you know, I, I guess a a good way to, to illustrate that is as I went through that process of thinking through, do I sell my business? You know, whether it's good to do it at this time or wait. Uh, and a, as a part of that, I realized that that decision is going to have a lasting impact on every individual, you know, that uh, that was a part of my business. And so therefore, you know, do I do something like that or not? And so, you know, that's something right there that, you know, kind of illustrates how decisions you make can impact other people's lives. And with that said, as a great uh, lead-in to how do you lead through change? Well, it's uh, it's hard. Change is hard on uh, anybody. And, um, and so I think it's just uh, accepting the challenges that come your way and not picking and choosing the ones that you like and dislike. So you just have to, you have to deal with what comes your way and, and move forward. Tell us about a time when you failed as a leader. Well, in, in some way, I feel like the times when, uh, when I have had to terminate an employee, you know, I, I really consider that a failure. I think success, successful leadership is providing an influence on other individuals' life, other individuals' life, not 
authority over that. And I felt like in those cases when I had to terminate somebody, the authority rolled out over the influence. What was the one thing that held you back during your leadership journey? I would say the, the one thing that I think that held me back was not having somebody back, uh, you know, maybe at a much younger age, you know, during the initial years with Xerox or afterwards that could inspire me, be a mentor to me, lead me during those uh, younger days in my sales career. I, I did not have, you know, somebody like that that I worked with on a, you know, maybe just saw on a on a weekly or a monthly basis on, you know, what's going on, tell me what's happening in your life, and to bounce ideas off. I, I never did have somebody like that. And mentors are so important. It's very important. Yeah, very important. What is the best advice you ever received? You know, it may it may sound cliched, but uh, but my dad said, treat others as you'd want to be treated. And uh, which, you know, obviously we know that's the golden rule. And if you want respect, treat others with respect. And if you want people to be cooperative, then you cooperate with them. And if you want people to be responsible, then give them something that allows them to be responsible and you be responsive to their needs. And if you want people to trust you, you trust them. And but on the flip side of that, I understand there are individuals that may not have a heart to want to reciprocate in that manner that may want to take advantage of that. And so, uh, so with that, I think a leader should handle those situations in a fair and, and in a just way. Tell me about a personal habit that you have that contributes to your success as a leader. I would just put it simply as making the time and taking the time to listen to other people and to listen to their advice and, and to listen, be willing to listen. I heard just recently on the on the news, I can't remember, I, on the radio, I can't remember who said it, but it was like someone doesn't get in trouble for listening, but they get in trouble for talking. What is the one thing that you're most excited about right now? What are you working on? Well, um, I guess you can say in my current professional role, I've, I've obviously backed off on a day-to-day -day, you know, responsibility in a sales management area uh, and more of a consultive role. And, uh, but I, you know, I'm excited about you know, what may come in the future. I don't have anything like right now that I'm, I'm doing you know, consistently. However, I'm involved in a number of different things. And, and uh, one of the things that's, uh, that has been a passion over the last number of years is cycling. And, and so as a part of that, uh, you know, I'm a member of a cycling club as well as an offer, officer of, of a cycling club here in Abilene and uh, something that's going to be coming up here within the month of May. Since May is Cycling Month, we're going to have an event on May the 18th, which is a, called Ride of Silence, and it's to honor those who have uh, had uh, unfortunate death in a cycling accident and to honor those within our community here. And so it's just a very short uh, ride of 10 miles to where you ride in silence honoring those individuals that have uh, died in a cycling accident. What a great idea. Was that your idea? No, unfortunately it was not. It's a, it's an idea that came about from uh, someone in the Dallas area whose friend was killed and now this is a, uh, uh, you know, national event as well as an international event that's, you know, developed within the last 12 to 15 years. Share one resource with everyone listening that will help them on their leadership journey? 
Well, I I think subscribing to a podcast, you know, <laughs> such as you may be doing, is important. But at the same point, I receive a a daily email that uh, comes from uh, missionstatements.com. It's on leadership quotes, and it's uh, quotes that you get every day from a lot of different sources, uh, you know, of individuals that have some nugget about leadership, about uh, a journey in life or whatever experience they may be going through. And, you know, I receive it every day. And, and, uh, uh, and I think uh, you can do that not only on a, when I say secular or business standpoint, but also on a spiritual standpoint, uh, you know, take something like that that you receive. I think everyone should definitely subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, that's great. Yeah. Recommend a book for our listeners. Okay. A number of years ago, I ran across a book that's called The Last Lecture. It was uh, by Randy Posh, P-A-U-S-C-H. You can get it on Amazon or wherever. He was a uh, professor at Carnegie Mellon University. I, I'm sorry, I don't know where that is located. But it was a tradition for those professors at that university to give a last lecture before they retired. And so therefore, but in Randy's situation, he was dying from prostate cancer, I believe, and was obviously well aware that his death was pending. And uh, so he gave his last lecture in front of pretty much everybody in the university as well as his family. And it was a uh, lecture basically on life and, you know, to his children and, you know, what to be looking forward to and what to do and, you know, parting those, you know, I guess you could say really were his last words of wisdom to people. And uh, so it's a, it's a wonderful book and it occurred uh, back in September of, uh, I think, 2007 or eight. If I remember correctly, I think you gave us I that did. book. I did. Yes. I, I did. need to reread that. <laughs> you need to reread book. it. Yeah, I need to reread it too. Yes. I did pull it out to, to read. So this is a this is a big question. If you had to start over today, what would you do differently and why? Well, I, I think going back to the uh, maybe the one thing that would hold me back in a leadership journey, I think it was would be to have somebody that would be your mentor and somebody that you can you know meet with on a day-to-day basis you know, part of your journey in life and not having that uh, I, that would be the one thing that I would uh, I would do different I think there is uh, uh, a proverbs and I can't quote the, the chapter and verse but there's a proverb that talks about seeking counsel from others and uh, and so I think there's great wisdom in, in you know seeking counsel within your peers and with somebody else and have somebody that you uh, will be accountable to. How can people connect with you? They can do it by, uh, by email. My email address is bike, B-I-K-E, Abilene at yahoo.com. And uh, I do have, which I don't do much on Instagram. I'm kind of getting into that, even though I do have a tweet account. I don't know what it is, but, uh, but my Instagram account, probably my tweet account, uh, uh, is at spur76. Finally, what would you like everyone listening to remember? Wow, Jeremy. Um, you know, I think there's two things uh, that, you know, if, if I could take more than just uh, maybe one thing, but I think there's two things that I would say that are important. Uh, life is about making a, a positive impact on other individuals, but it's not about making money. 
And then the uh, second item that uh, I think is important is that I had a sales manager a number of years ago who gave me some words of advice. And he said, Mark, you have your controllables and you have your uncontrollables. And the controllables would be like your attitude, your willingness to help others, your willingness to be a part of other individuals' life, uh, your willingness, especially if you're in the sales profession, your presence in front of a customer, you know, those day-to-day -day sales activities. And uh, your uncontrollables are obviously those things you, you, can't, you have absolutely no control over. But focus your energy on what you can control and just leave the rest alone. Wow, what great advice from Mark. You've got your controllables, you've got your uncontrollables, and he led that way. He, he had so many great things to share there, and I hope that you got as much out of it as I did for over a decade. He was a, a truly an inspiring mentor and leader to me and to so many other people. You know, I, I believe that when you spend time with leaders, you yourself will become a better leader. And today you spent time with a man who had almost 40 years worth of leadership experiences. Thank you again for joining. Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. If you want to get in touch with me, you can at jeremymeeks at iCloud.com. Please connect with me on Twitter and LinkedIn. Don't forget to rate this podcast and tell three friends. Thanks again. Have a great day.